This episode is brought to you by recurring characters. Hey, Mick, how's it going? It's a me, Mario. <laughs> what? Welcome to another episode of the Last King Podcast. <laughs> Here we are doing our very special recurring guest character episode. Introduce yourself, special guest character. Hi, my name is Mick from the Power 9 Podcast. Glad to be here. No plugs. No plugs. And no plugs. plugs. No, I'm going to plug get every, every, every set of the way I'm going to just like plug like Power 9 Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just not whispering whatever we're talking. <laughs> well, yes. Okay, please do subscribe to the Power 9 Podcast. Okay, They're available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and... Or anywhere all you can your find podcast needs stuff. for you, all your podcast meets. And of course, this is Dr. Shafiq. And who else do I have here in the table studio? I'm Mr. Toffee. And well, I'm Eccentric Tom. Oh, yes, and Eccentric Tom. Yes, yeah. yes. It's my turn to be the forgotten one, is it? <laughs> we all take turns being the forgotten yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And of course, this is our very special 2017 wrap up episode, part one. Yep. We're going to be talking about video games, movies, uh, and that's choice it. Selects. Maybe some that's TV it. shows or not. TV Are shows we? we're going to save for the second part of this. No, because the thing is, uh, we're on board time here. We're over here at Grey Ogre Game. It's a very lovely situation. Yeah. Uh, all the way in Club Street. In Singapore. For all your DM and your Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now and Final Fantasy. And wow. Wow. Wait, 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 what? Final Fantasy? Final Sorry. Fantasy card game. If you haven't played it, it's a fantastic game. I love it. Love Interesting. It, love it. This is not Triple Triad, is it? No, it's not no. Triple Triad. Like, it's a... Man, Triple Triad is a hard-ass game <laughs> that just blows you out because, you know, random. Yes. Uh, but no, this is uh, it, it's a fun game. It's a really fun game. Uh, resource management uh, heavy. Uh, yeah, and the card art is very cool. This episode is brought to you by Square Enix Plus. By Square Enix, yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Weebles. <laughs> can we? <laughs> yeah, can we? Can we? Weebles! <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, okay. No, speaking of video games. Okay, so this very special episode, we're going to be talking about our picks for best video game of 2017 so, so, far. so far. Because so far. the thing is, right, we suffered through a bit of a slump because this year started out really strong. Way we had too like strong, Resident dude. Evil, Neo, Neo Automata. We had a plenty of games, you know. Yeah, Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn, that's and why. And the Switch? Uh, yes. The, the, the damn Switch, yo. Damn Switch. But I want to ask you. What? Mikhail. But what? So, <laughs> opening up the segment here, um, what is your game of 2017 so far? Okay, it's got to be, hands down, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Okay. Like, Ooh, okay. On the I, Switch or the Wii U? On the Switch. On the, on the Switch. Switch. Uh, the Wii U, well, obviously, I don't own a Wii U. It's, uh, uh, obviously, it's, like 99.9999% yeah. of the planet's population doesn't own a Wii U. <laughs> yeah. And those that Do did... Know I, I, I'm did the 0.01%, by the way. Oh, so, you're thing. the one friend everyone has. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, haven't, yeah, yep. you, you haven't burnt the, uh, the, the Wii U yet? No. no, not yet. I'm still keeping on. There was that collective, yeah. There was that collective bonfire that everybody gathered. And, like, oh, the sacrificial altar yeah. to bring in the Switch. Yeah, I mean, like Bayonetta Two is still on the Nintendo Wii U, so that's I'm not true. burning it yet. That's the one reason to keep it, I guess. Soon to well, be that the and maybe a oh, wonderful, wonderful one one. Yeah, yeah. wonderful one Yeah. Well, I've heard mixed things about. What, anyway, we're talking so, about Zelda. Yeah, Zelda. Go to Zelda. Okay, so, so Zelda Breath of the Wild, <laughs> uh, best game. Like really, this is uh, it. 
What blew your mind Re- about it? It reignites this whole idea of discovery. Uh-huh. Like it does it the best uh, out of all the games. I mean, like there's a lot of open world games. There's a lot a of lot, uh, yeah, the game there's, there's plenty of open world <laughs> games. But and even comparing to the past, I think we we brought up what Morrowind uh, before say, yeah. the show. Um, this is a better Elder Scrolls than this Elder is a better. <laughs> this is a better Elder Scrolls than Elder Scrolls because Elder Scrolls still had an arrow to point you somewhere. Probably yeah. Oblivion onwards. Morrowind, uh, yeah. Morrowind, more Morrowind was the you talk to the the guy in the tavern and he tells you about a rumor about something. And, and if you, you remember, yeah, if you <laughs> yeah. sort of remember, you walk. Yeah, you gotta write it down in a notebook or something. Yeah, exactly. Or you can just alt tap to your notepad, sir. That too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm a little the, too old school for that. <laughs> the thing about uh, <laughs> Zelda is that uh, okay, so combat is combat is pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so combat is handled uh, okayly, which is great. Uh, doesn't feel sluggish. Doesn't feel you know like you you're not supposed to be doing this. Uh, you know the the skills that you have are very Zelda-ish. You know magnetism, uh, slow down time, which is fantastic. Which is a fantastic skill. Bombs, which is you know a Zelda staple. Uh, camera, which is kind of uh, weird, but it's uh, 2017. Okay. Yeah, we it's haven't 2000- figured that out yet. Yeah, no. exactly. Right. <laughs> no no, but one it, has. The yeah. camera is like really fun, man. Like whenever you take that selfie, and then like there's like some raging monster behind you, you click, and then you die. And, like, <laughs> I wish that that photo can stay. You see, like when you when the guys capture charging it. You. What? Can you not screen capture that? You oh, can the- screen cap that. But I want the photo in the game because uh, when you die, I think when you die, you like reset the photo. I tried it once and then like it uh, should be a loading screen actually. Yeah. Right? Every time <laughs> like, you take a skip, yeah. Time the knocked down. No, the lionel's like charging you. And you're like, Ek! so yeah, then it freezes for that few <laughs> that few seconds while it puts it in the 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 this thing in the next scene you're on the floor dead. Well, I kind of agree with your choice. Zelda to me felt like you know it's a strong Zelda game one. Yeah, and I would, but the thing is, it's not pushing switches. I don't How think is it not pushing switches? I mean, like, it is okay, s- so super selling well. Uh, I mean, the switch is super selling well, right? But the thing is, I don't hear people buying it just for Zelda. Oh man, no. Which is is, you're, is you're that not the case anymore? Cr- no, no, you're mixing it, it around crowd, man. I'm like, I'm everybody's in, playing like Zelda on the Switch. Yeah. yeah. So the 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 go to the de facto game is oh I need to get I I need to get Switch to get Zelda. Uh, and That's how Nintendo yeah. is trying to make you forget about the Wii U versions. So yeah, <laughs> and go. then there's the uh, especially with Splatoon coming out. Oh, I can get Splatoon two, cool. Splatoon two two. Yeah, Pl- yeah. Splatoon two two. <laughs> uh, Mario Kart was the other one. So like, they will always bundle the Switch with two games. Yeah. So yeah. The, that one game that people will always want, which is Zelda, and then the other game uh, would be Mario. whatever whatever comes out like, like Mario. Mario Kart, if you're interested in Mario Kart, like this is, oh, Mario Kart, and I get to get it with Zelda? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it was the pushing point to, for people to buy the Switch. If it was just a Switch and a Mario Kart, like, I don't think you would get it. So, I, yeah. If it's yeah. just Switch with Splatoon and maybe, like, I don't maybe, know, 1-2 uh, yeah, Switch. Zelda. No, obviously not. But then you have Zelda and, and then that pushes people to buy, uh, you know, buy that console. So mm. this is really... Uh, I I don't know I don't know who you've been talking to but like for me I have the wrong friends uh, yeah you have the wrong friends I have like, the wrong co-host too I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people have been telling me like oh okay you know I, w- I want to get a Switch uh, there's Zelda but there's no other game so this other game is you know it, and it will come out soon actually uh, there was Arms my other so. game which has been announced at E3 even though it's just a picture it's <laughs> like the new Metroid Prime oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Really when it comes out uh, in 2019 it's going to be really good hopefully the Switch well, is cheap when it comes out in 2020 <laughs> yeah you know, it's only like three years. Yeah, circling <laughs> back to Zelda quickly, I have 
One question. What are your thoughts on the weapon degradation system? Oh, it's Everybody's hilarious. talking about that. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious, I can tell you it's that. No, it just makes things fun. Like, I think, you know, when you... It's not a detriment to the game, right? Yeah, it's, not, it's not a detriment to the game. In fact, it, it does help with, the, with this whole aspect of I need to survive this place. I discover, like, discovery... Yeah, we didn't, we didn't end off the discussion about discovery because discovery is this amazing thing and then weapon degradation and survival... You know, weapon degradation works in with uh, the survival aspect. You don't regenerate hearts, you have to go cook food, to eat food. You know, you don't eat raw meat, you, you, you know, and if you leave the meat in the snow, it's going to freeze up and then you can't usually eat that meat. Does it also uh, spoil you know, if you leave it outside for yeah, too long? It does. Uh, right. I, I don't know if it spoils, it just disappears. Oh, mm. okay. There's no cured meat though. I, I wish there were. Uh, yeah, that would be, be so really, easy. really cool. So, as someone who's never played a Zelda game in their life, uh -huh. which is very hard to find nowadays, I, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be the only one who's <laughs> never touched Zelda <laughs> ever. Um, is this a good first Zelda game? No, this is not a Zelda game. This is not a Zelda game. Okay. Yeah. This is still feels a Elder Scrolls. Good Zelda game yeah. is still Legend of Zelda One on the Nintendo Entertainment uh, System. Arguably linked uh, to the past. Is yeah, arguably linked to the, linked to the past on Super Nintendo. But if you want to like, if you have enough experience with other RPGs or other games. Go straight for Ocarina of Time if you can. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That is the. That, that, I mean, w would you agree? Ocarina yeah, of Time yeah, Ocarina is still time is good. The, the masterpiece benchmark mm, yet to be. Not uh, for me, no. Ocarina is. Yeah, oh no, I, I do agree. I Ocarina is Ocarina. like the best Zelda, uh, game, Zelda game that you can play. Okay. Uh, but it's like typically Zelda, Zelda, Zelda. Yeah. Like this, uh, Breath of the Wild has Zelda elements in it. Has Zelda, but it's which inspired, influenced by so many other games. I yeah. Guess. yeah, and oh, and I love the story in Zelda. Like I collected all the um, that the, chronology the memories, thing, right? Yeah. The one. Oh man, it's fantastic. It's uh, it's it it's actually got character development. That that stupid woman actually, uh, despite Zelda? her voice, yeah, <laughs> despite her voice <laughs> has, uh, you know, some character, and uh, you know, you you see the growth as you play the game. So it. It all comes together. Like this is this is why this is the best game of the year. Like this, it's got good. It's got uh, relatively good combat, uh, exploration and discovery is fantastic. Um, uh, the the survival survival horror uh, it even got horror elements to it. And Ooh. it comes uh, with a switch too. Yeah, it comes with a switch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, too bad you have to spend like $600 to just get the game. <laughs> That's the expansion, just right? the expansion, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't forget the controllers, price. don't forget accessories and all that. You only oh, need okay. one controller for Zelda. You're not yeah, going to play with anybody. Nah, yeah, I play on the Pro Controller, so... Ooh. Man, I, I, I Check you out, Mr. Yeah. Pro. You're a Pro Controller, man. <laughs> um, I think we should have an episode. Owning noobs on like arms and spittoon, <laughs> man. So, <laughs> suck it. <laughs> I think we should have an episode where we talk about Zelda in the near future. That's for sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, introduce cool. Tom to the I whole chronology stuff. Is, I can contribute thirty nothing years at of games. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. Or at least just two of the best ones, anyway. Then yeah. that's Ocarina and Twilight Princess. We're gonna have a fight uh, about okay, Ocarina yeah. one day. But anyway. Ocarina? Yeah. You're the only guy who doesn't like Ocarina. I do not like or... it at all, especially when oh, you got. I don't. Uh, I when told you, you I'm in the wrong host. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. Whatever, anyway, man. Speaking of wrong host, let's uh, throw the topic now down to Mr. Toffee. Why am I the wrong host? <laughs> no, what is your video game of 2017, sir? Oh, that's easy. I've been talking about this game for quite a number of times in the podcast. Yeah. Near Automata. Okay. Put me in charge of your maintenance, ma'am. 
That means I'll be performing regular checks on you from now on. If anyone is listening to this, there's something I need you to do. Good action game done by Platinum Games. Also done by one of the many... Kind of done by Platinum. But yeah. the entire story, this crazy-ass scenario about androids finding out about humans and shit, all done by Kavya, the guys who did Drakengard, the guys who did um, yeah, the first Nier and everything. Okay. I just like the fact that it takes you to different characters' perspectives from 2... Okay, 2B, his, uh, her, her, her pal 9S, and another character who will Not be involved. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. The 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 the, 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 the Here's the thing. The philosophy about this game is kind of on the nose because of the characters' names, but the way it's been presented as well as you getting invested in the characters, it actually works out really well when you play through it. Not just finishing the game for the first time. You got to maybe complete it three times, I believe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure wow. there's even more. Wow. No, no, there are actually a shitload of other endings too, but that's more yeah. like joke endings and stuff. I mean, just isn't there this? Wait, yeah, wait, wait, achievements. Yeah. Isn't there this thing called like YouTube? Right, yeah, achievements only, right? Yeah, yeah. only for achievements, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, you want to actually experience the, it because the bullshit the thing also about New Automata, you can actually buy those achievements. You can buy there's, those there's achievements? There's what? a shop that sells achievements. <laughs> yeah, but you only get, you only, you only unlock that like near the end oh of the game, basically. God, so there's this like, <laughs> there's this like in-game mechanic like, you can do it the correct way or you can be an asshole and you'll it never get like, this one achievement where you yeah. literally <laughs> pay to win. No, no, yeah, no, you're not paying real money for that. it's not real money. It's in the game. currency, I know. And you only get it like near the end of the game anyway so you it's can just grind and then you like grind. pay for like or you can be the guy who is like okay you see this FAQ here is the 15 hours you need to do and then you can just buy the, these achievements yeah then this is the this is the 5 minutes that you have to spend and you gotta remember it takes quite a while to get that it's amount it's a good 60 hour game actually it's about oh, okay. 30, 40 uh, unless you're a perfectionist then 60 plus I would say if you want to achieve Achiever. If you want to get at least two endings, you know, do the do the thirty hour thirty hour version. Yeah. Because okay. but every playthrough is a different character, right? Yeah, it's a different character. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you, you what three playthroughs for? It three is normally characters? three playthroughs yeah. okay. because there are three characters in the game okay. and different perspectives as well as what happens after that ending per se. But that's where everything like. goes to hell basically. Yeah, I mean, mm. New Automata is like it doesn't force you to replay the game, but it, you have to replay the game through from a different perspective. Yeah. And th the thing is, very few games nowadays has that kind of. Playability, yeah. You know, I mean, as much as I loved Zelda, is like, do you want to grind through that again? Uh, every year, yes, once. Every, every once a year. year. Yeah. But here it's we have New Automata, where immediately, immediately after, right after you complete yeah. it, it's like, okay, let's look, let's do it from this guy's point of view and see how the story branches off yeah. that way. Yep. And then it goes on to the other third part where it actually expands upon the whole story a lot more than usual. Oh, okay. But that's what I like about it. Again, it's like, just I won't say it's completely different because there are other games that have done it before, but this one's just did it in a very it's, it's a very touching manner and these are fucking robots we're dealing with honestly robots literally getting fucking emotions. robots yes there's literally fucking yeah, robots yeah there are literal <laughs> fucking robots in the first mission sex bots for the win no no second mission sorry in the desert yeah. sex okay. bots oh, <laughs> getting you, you saw that one right the, getting all the sand in all the crevices so, so <laughs> when you were playing 2B that's not a USB port like, right, how often yeah. did you move the camera all the way down when you're climbing it's an planet? achievement you can get yeah yes Speaking of achievements, but I also agree with this. I mean, not since Witcher 3 have I found a game that has so much content. Mm. Because it feels to me like, you know, um, I rate games nowadays based on gameplay. And the thing is, if you're overabundant with gameplay, especially with a game like Nier Automata, where it just promises you like every experience is not totally different, but mm. at least in a way is like there is replayability. Uh. I mean, like to me, Nier Automata is like one of those almost perfect tens. Yeah. 
mm, you know, especially okay. for a game that came out this year, which had a lot of stellar competition. Oh yeah, yeah. You that know what I mean? True. Like Zelda withstanding, also uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I oh, heard God, yeah. is like immense in terms of content. And like that's the strange thing. It's very hard for like us to review games this year because it's like each game is at least forty hours of your life. Yeah. And then you have to spend yeah. And then there's true, your side quest, and then there's your actual <laughs> life, you know. And here's the crazy thing: it's not even the most prettiest game on the list. I mean, that oh, goes yeah, to Zelda, sure. honestly. Uh, but Zelda's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. But the music, oh, uh, man, especially right, the yeah. music. Oh my god. For automata or Zelda? Uh, automata. Really? So oh, god. Okay. Oh, yeah, I like it. Like, basically, hmm? this enhances everything in a sense. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the thing about. Yeah, my, my pick then. So. Okay. Well, I totally agree. Yeah. New yeah. Automata is definitely one of the best games that come out this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so how about this? Let's throw it now to Tom. Yes. What new game are you going to talk about? So what do you want to talk about, Tom? What game that came out this year that you played that you enjoyed so much you need to talk about <laughs> on a recorded podcast? Yes. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, <laughs> I just got my laptop today. Yeah, I literally <laughs> just got my gaming laptop yesterday. So... I've been playing whatever I can get my little MacBook to run, and so to kind of <laughs> fall within the rules. You, you do realize on the Last King podcast, you admitted to all the Last King fans that you're playing I games play. on a MacBook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I play were, games. were you, were you I really waiting? Really setting them up? Uh, <laughs> I had nothing else about it to do. Well, you had about 15 episodes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the closest I can do for Game of the Year for me is the latest DLC for Crusader Kings 2. God damn it, another paradox game. <laughs> Shout outs to my uh, takeover episode where I. Shout outs to his eccentric Tom's paradox episode. Oh my god. I would have loved if it were like some mobile phone, like Lineage. Lineage Lineage 2. Game of the Year. Game of the Year, man. But seriously, tell us more about the expansion. Okay, the expansion is called Monks and Mystics. And. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And it's the first expansion in a while to drastically change how the game plays. We're talking about Crusader Kings 2. Crusader Kings 2, yeah. Mm. And because the main thing is that it gives an extra sense of like the weird and the uncanny. Because you can now join these secret societies. And there's some which are like, you know, if you are, for example, in a kingdom where your liege lord has a different religion to you. My liege. Yeah, you can (laughs) pretend to. to be his religion, but then in secret, you're your own religion, and then you can have like a secret society of your own religion. Mm. You can also join uh, a secret group of scientists, and that helps you, you know, find crazy things like uh, the secret to eternal life. Uh, so basically, Monks and Mystics is like Game of Thrones, but you play as Littlefinger only. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I've never got to the best part. Really, yeah. It doesn't even matter part. Oh, okay. You can join uh, the Satanic Order. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you can kidnap people and sacrifice them to Satan, including tiny little babies. You know oh, what? You've sold the game to me already. Yeah. yeah. And Dead babies always in There's uh, also <laughs> an uh, event chain where you can literally give birth to the spawn of Satan. What? Is that yeah. an achievement? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Now I have now a new reason to be interested. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got to get the, the DLC then. Oh, you have to get the game first. And it's fantastic because once you have that child, all your other children start dying in mysterious circumstances. <laughs> what? The plague of the firstborn son? Yeah. And the thing is... Wow. So uh, biblical. <laughs> and then I had a game... Be the last born son. Yeah. I had a game where the character I was playing was a spawn of Satan. He got cancer. How does Satan get cancer? 
because cancer exists in this game. And he literally <laughs> heals from cancer. Heal? Yeah, oh, wow. he just expels the cancer. Or, or like the ending of Constantine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's a time where his hand got cut off and it grew back. Or like Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> It was absolutely. We're overselling this DLC. This is, yeah, apparently, this, this is I'm I'm fun, really man. not. This is amazing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this sounds like a hell of fun, man. Hell of a fun. Uh, yeah. Jokes oh. <laughs> coming from me right there. Hey. Thank you to the audience. Okay. Oh, wait, oh, they're not here today. But okay, clap, you know clap. what? Yeah, sure. we'll we'll give it to you. We'll allow an expansion to be <laughs> your game of the year because Satan. Okay, literally. Because dead. Satan. Because, because literally Satan. Satan. Last King fans. Hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> and his Satan babies and Satan cancer. <laughs> okay, Shafi, what's your game of the year? Man? Well, speaking of satanic babies. Satanic and this babies. is something that came out very early in the year. And uh-huh. um, I think not really my game of the year because I would have agreed with John that Nier Automata would be the de facto game of this year so far. Okay. Until probably Shadow of War drops very Oh, yeah, soon. which is... Because I'm very... I think that's going to be disappointing. You think? Oh, really? I think so. Is it because it's too colourful? No, no, I think I because... I like the colour. Because <laughs> they never do a second game properly, right? Yeah, yeah, that's why. <laughs> they always you get it right get the first sequel, time. Yeah. And then the second one is like, oh, it's like Arkham, like, you know, Origin. Well, like, no, mm. I disagree. Did Assassin's it? Creed 2 was much better than the first Assassin's Creed. And then it went yeah, to shit straight away. Well, <laughs> no, Brotherhood was still good. And Kinda. Arkham City... Arkham City uh, was good. Yeah, yeah, Arkham City was... Sequel, yeah. yeah. If yeah. it worked... <laughs> no, no, I think it was, it was Arkham it was. PC. I, You're I, talking I, about Arkham Knight, I think. Oh, Arkham Knight was the one that did not work on PC. Amazing, yeah. Arkham City was really good. The thing is. I want to talk about a game that is also one installment in a long-standing franchise. I'm not talking about goddamn Biohazard 7 or Resident Evil 7 to all you white people. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. Don't, don't say hello. <laughs> Well, anyway, the thing is, uh, Resident Evil 4 blew me away back in the day. And in yeah. fact, it blew a lot of people away. It was, to me, the best third-person shooter ever made. And this was Resident Evil kind of like, you know, abandoning or maybe like uh, tangenting off from its original horror roots. Uh-huh. And then it got, you know, stale really quickly with yeah. you know, five, six, seven. And then people were kind of like, I mean, you have to imagine, this was the era of Gears of War. Or this was the era of probably yeah. It's hard to beat. The it's hard shooter. to beat something like yeah, that. The, uh, the over the over the over the shoulder shooter with cover base is saying actually you know five five and six. Five and six actually doesn't hold a candle to four because no, four was still four retaining so. a lot of its horror elements. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden like you know it felt to me that okay Resident Evil's lost the plot, and the thing is <laughs> it's Capcom. Capcom loses the plot very quickly. Just yeah. look at Street Fighter Five. Oh yeah. Uh, but if anything right, then all of a sudden <laughs> Resident Evil Seven drops. I remember just watching the trailer and thinking. Okay, potential. And then playing it, that demo that dropped. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, how is it? Oh, remember when we used to be a horror game? Yeah, we're just going to do that again. <laughs> because apparently you children like to play Five Nights at Freddy's. You want things to jump at you? We invented that shit. <laughs> and it says Resident <laughs> Evil 2, when those dogs jumped yeah, out the window. Yeah, the window. Yeah. Fuck that. The very first, the very first <laughs> right game. Right at the first. beginning, you know. Fuck that. You know? And I was like, these are the guys who remembered their legacy. Yeah. And here they are, like, telling all the new guys, okay, you know what? Let, let daddy show you how to yeah, do it. Yeah, sit down, children. Yeah, and the thing is, despite the fact that you 
kind of fight the same bosses over and over again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that adds to the tension and because you can't kill these guys. And also despite the fact like unlike other previous games where you're exploring large areas, like you're basically trapped inside this mansion. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the... God damn, the claustrophobia, the terror, just looking into the darkness and having every corner be something that you don't look forward to. Oh, yeah. whenever you see the grandma, she's just staring Fuck at that. you the yeah. whole time. Fuck that. <laughs> that imagery, the first time I saw it. And the thing is, right, I made the mistake of playing this game with headphones at night. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Serves me right, you yeah. know? God damn, like a, like a girl, I screamed. <laughs> And it's like, and her ridiculously long limbs and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, it's I would love to play that in VR, man. Dude, I did. Oh, you did? And okay. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. You because put it down after thirty minutes. No, because the thing is, right, when you play it on the computer screen, and you then you can close your eyes. The thing is, right, you can close. You can close <laughs> your eyes, <laughs> or you can look away, and then you can see the rest of your room. Imagine if you look away and you see the back of that room. And then there's something there. there (laughs) And it's like, how the fuck did that creep up on me? Oh my god, I just shit my pants. (laughs) And that's that's the thing. Um, Resident Evil, to me, strong contender for Game of the Year. It's a return to form that's been desperately needed for the longest time. Mm -hmm. Especially from this franchise. Because like, what else is there out there? Uh, Probably what Outlast condemned. Like, there's a lot of horror games. Yeah, but also like indie uh, studios. Yeah, they're all very small scale. And it's been a while since we had a large scale horror game like this. Okay, no, don't get me wrong. Still doesn't beat Silent Hill 2 as best horror game of all time. Not not, not much, I don't think anything ever will. Like, even no. Silent Hill can't beat Silent Hill. Even Silent Hill can't beat Silent Hill 2, 3, 4, The Room, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, here's yeah. Resident Evil reminding you all like, yeah, okay, you know what? You asked for this long enough. This was what our game, yeah. This is uh, what we've been missing. It feels like this should have come out a bit earlier. Yeah. Uh, this better than been, ever. This, be yeah, better than ever, but this should have been, you know, it's a nice return to form. Uh, but... You know, it sh- it should have been there the entire time. It's like the right. simplest change they've done was basically just turn it first person. That adds a lot to just running around yeah. and all that. Yeah, it's a lot scarier when you limit your FOV. Your view, yeah. yeah. No, not just that. I like the fact that it's not trying to be like 28 days later, the mm-hmm. game, where it's about a zombie mass. It's about terror. It's yeah. about the darkness. It's about it the It feels like unknown. Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the occult mixed in. And the thing is, I like, the, I, like <laughs> yep, the, yep. I like the fact that it's so minimalist now. Yeah. But at the same time, it's epic on that scale where it just ramps up things at such an amazingly fucked up pace. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, we, things go to shit very quickly in that game. Yeah, we did this study, uh, like game study on um, putting games in a confined space. Like you, de- you define the space that you can play. Yeah. Which becomes a very small space, and that uh, you know that helps to you know that helps to um, uh, what was it shape your view and basically shape your experience just around that space. If you make it like open world, I don't think this would have been uh, this would have been very good if you you had that open world. Uh, feel that you travel to different locations just like in, in 5 and 6 because then it's a like, safety valve because yeah, it exactly. depressurizes when you realize oh we're loading you the next stage go, or yeah. we're going somewhere else or we can run away from this thing yeah. exactly. we're not trapped in this room with exactly yeah. yeah so uh, but I also agree that like the thing is it's like it's such a simple thing and that they should just they should milk this for what it's worth. Like Resident Evil 8, 9, whatever. <laughs> they're going to be crappy knowing their track no, they, record. Yeah, exactly. I, they're going to lose gonna 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 the plot be, by 10. You know what they're going to do? They're going to reintroduce Wesker and all these characters that yeah. nobody yeah, cares yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Well, because <laughs> they introduced Redfield at the end of the game, didn't they? That wasn't like, the Redfield character. But it wasn't like a throwaway reference. It was basically like, you know, it's still part of the world in the universe. Yeah. But this is happening over here. Mm. So it's like, it felt like more like it's fan servicey. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't like you know detract away from the main story that is Resident Evil Seven. 
mm. which is great, no, because it's like they which took has a chance. nothing to do with yeah. Resident Evil anymore. So yeah, yeah, they took a chance. They did something, and they did something. I mean, they, instead of delivering a franchise, they were delivering. Here's a, here's a something we were yeah, working well, on. Yeah, that's what that's the other thing that got me confused. Like, why didn't they just call this like another game? Like this, it probably was. Like, I yeah, feel this, that way. This feels like a, an entirely different IP that. Uh, doesn't have to be, you know, dragged down with whatever, you know, whatever history Biohazard yeah, or Resident the, the Evil has. The baggage of what came before. Yeah, exactly. Uh, although, you know, having released it under that title, then it is that, you know, that magnum opus. But I would say also this, that's form. what Resident Evil 4 did to the franchise before. Yeah, I think that's it's true. because, yeah. for example, Resident Evil 6 sold terribly and was critically panned by everyone, so mm-hmm. probably thought we need to change drastically. I don't know enough about Resident Evil 3, but I guess it didn't sell that well. It was either. not bad. It Nemesis did, it did was well, pretty good. Well. Well. Okay. Because it the thing is, well. but the problem I have with Nemesis is after 2, which is to me the best one, yeah. it felt like, oh, this is more arcadey. It felt like House yeah. of the Dead. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's like, this that, is kind yeah. of silly and not fun. So. Especially when they introduce like the Nemesis characters and the mutant yeah, yeah, zombies. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is more like an action game. <laughs> Code Veronica is actually more of an action game. Code Veronica is nothing but a fucking. Uh, what was it? Like Project Dark ripoff, I would say. Uh, but this is good. <laughs> 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 Fuck that game. Come on. Fuck Code Veronica. I, I, I think you mean. Fuck uh, yeah, Outbreak. 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 Outbreak was and, terrible. And the movies and Mila Jovovich and everything. Okay, everything that isn't Resident Evil 7. I would say Res 7, best horror game in the last four years. Wow. In the last four years, get shit on the last four years. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. What was the fifth year? What was the fifth year? I will ago? go as far as Outlast, Outlast, and probably Amnesia. 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 There's double S's. I'm pronouncing Amnesia. There's one S lah. Oh my bad. <laughs> so yes, Machine for Pigs. That okay. That okay. was full on fucking terrifying as well. Yeah, okay. I have that on my Steam library. I'm not touching that shit. Oh, it's a good... I'm a wimp. I hate horror games. It's a good three hours of you shitting your pants. <laughs> well, yeah, next time, you know, I've got issues, Why I'll remember that. It's, it's just, it's such a simple game. Your only weapon is a torchlight. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> and I mean like, yes, I, I, the thing is, I had an argument with a friend about saying like, oh, Alien Isolation is the best horror game. I don't fuck you. No. Hey, Sean, you don't know anything. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Alien Isolation. It's okay. Okay, and speaking of okay, okay, we're gonna go and uh, have our you know brief intermission, and then uh, for our second segment, we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about a topic that apparently all the Last King fans care more about than video games. Yeah. Fucking movies. And uh, so uh, after these messages, uh, stay tuned. All right. And we're back after a very short pause, and we're talking about the best movies of 2017. So far, yeah. So I was far. about to say 2016 for some reason. Because I'm stuck in a past. We could, we could talk about the best movies of 2016. Oh, that, we could do a whole podcast about that, my friend. I think we already did on the last game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to do a Redux, I guess. We did everything. A remastered edition. A remastered edition. <laughs> well, my best movie of 2016 is still Moonlight, okay, and Sing Street, now a close second. Sing Street, yeah. Six cool. Oh, Moonlight's uh, past I it. went to go and watch Six Street after the recommendation. Okay. Told you. All right, all right. Back <laughs> to the focus. Good. Back to all the right. focus. 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 So in 2017, we had a very stellar bumper year for films. Uh, only quite recently, because it's 
kind of opened pretty strong early this year. It, yeah, it was pretty good solid because we got our release of Get Out in February, which was pretty Eventually decent. Eventually it did arrive. And yeah. also, um, but you know, before we talk about all that, let's go straight into the Marvel stuff, which all the Last King fans and the SEO demands of us. Oh, so, yeah. so, speaking of... Uh, so, Mikhail... What is your film of 2017? Bone Saw. <laughs> 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 that's right. Did you pass it in two episodes? Rest, <laughs> rest in peace, Macho Man Randy yeah. Savage. <laughs> Man, I, did, I just did a D&D, uh, D&D one-shot about the world of WWF. Oh, wow. Yeah. How did that turn out? Okay. And you were supposed to go and look for the uh, I'm pretty sure Hulk Hogan was a bard. <laughs> no, no. It was, a, it was a Amber Hulk. Oh, that is too good. Uh, so oh, then you have wow. a village of savages, and uh, <laughs> the leader is the is, Macho Man. Uh, is <laughs> when does Randy, the warrior come Randy. in? And uh, yeah, um, no, then he he needs you to be the ultimate warrior and uh, take down the Amber Hulk. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and the guy who sends you out on the quest is Ted the Bias. <laughs> oh, nice He's one. the million GP man. <laughs> uh, I recognize two I people a from this. GP. Yeah. Uh, God. Okay, we're aging Tom down very painfully yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of aging down, hey, yeah, we have uh, a very young. Yes, uh, Spider Man. <laughs> Finally, here we go. Good evening, Peter. Oh. You have 576 possible web shooter combinations. That is awesome. I can keep that suit? Yeah, doesn't fit me. So when's our next retreat? What, next mission? We'll call you, all right? That's not a hug, I'm just grabbing the door for you. I'm not there yet. All right, good, good luck out there. It's Spider-Man! It's Spider-Man! Go swing over there! Hey, we're uh, from New York, you know? Yeah. If we, we have to get hey, Brooklyn! Hey. Yeah. Hey. What you could do about <laughs> us? Spider-Man! Hey. Hey. We're from Queens, yo! Best Spider-Man movie ever, and I think... Thank you! Yes. Thank you. Be- I really had, best Spider-Man movie ever. I had such a discussion about this in our uh, last episode. Yeah, yes, people, we did. People yeah. like Spider-Man 2. Yeah. People like Spider-Man 2, but this is really... Uh, what Spider-Man is all about. This is what you read the comics when you were a kid and even when he grows up. Like, this is what Spider-Man is about. You have to balance life, you have to balance secrets and then, and on top of that... And masturbation yeah, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. studying. And like, Different kind of sticky white stuff. You know, my yeah. aunt is too hot, I can't yeah. handle it. <laughs> you made it super Freudian just now. It's not his mother, okay? It's, yeah, it's his aunt, man. Uh, it's completely hot, different. Hot and hot and like and all me. those amazing incest porn, you know. It's like you know, you're not my son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Okay, anyway. Okay, okay. The slash fiction and Tumblr sites are gonna be actually uh, yeah. out of the woodwork. Is here for. is she the one related to his parents, or was Ben the one related? Nobody no, cares. No, no, oh. <laughs> no, no. They're not. They're not related at all. Uh. So Uncle Ben, ben no, I'm Ben, 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 Ben. ben so is Uncle Ben, Parker, ben yeah. is the uh, is uncle. The uncle, yeah, the mom's blood. Mom's oh, sister. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. actually, it's fine. So it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally legal. In uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, totally I will buy what I like. And in some states of the US. Can we not <laughs> ha- harp on? Uh, Just move to Louisiana. <laughs> Everything will be fine. <laughs> I will buy that what I like Brooklyn about uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is still how simple coming. the story is. <laughs> at homecoming. Home. Coming at home. <laughs> with Anne May. There'll be a porn version I'm coming so out in next three months. I'm so sorry to derail Mikhail's choice here, but it's, it, please it's, go on. It is Spider-Man. Like, you, you know, you see, uh, you know, it's a kid. It's a kid who suddenly has superpowers. Yeah. And then, uh, what do you do about it? And that's, 
you know, the trailers just give away everything. Like they, they show you all Which the action. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't show you what happens in school. And that's the most interesting part. When you have, you know, people bullying you, uh, you know, and you want to stand up to them, you just want to tell, you know, especially the scene at a party where he just wants to show up and say, hey, I'm Peter Parker's friends. Like he, you know, he is torn between, uh, you know, just gratifying himself. <laughs> versus helping other people. Which was the word that's yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> That's what I was trying to go for. Very gratification. Yeah, uh, and, you know, it, it's shot wonderfully. It's it's a standalone piece. It has Robert Downey Jr. and stuff like that. But the story, you know, gets put across very, very eloquently. Hero's journey and all. But, it doesn't uh, tie too much to the cinematic universe. It's exactly, a very nice it's, bottle it's film within stand- the universe. Correct. It's a standalone film. You understand uh, there, there's some setup. Uh, you understand where his headspace is at the beginning of the film, and you know you, you are always put in his headspace. You always feel what he's feeling, uh, because you know that that sense of disappointment when your parents told you, uh, you know they didn't scold you, they didn't beat you, they just tell you, I'm disappointed. I was disappointed in you. Yeah, and that's what happens. You know that's what you feel, uh, and I think. Uh, the direction of the film like puts it puts it very uh, puts it very well across that that's how you're supposed to that's how you're supposed to react and that's you know that's the entire story yeah I mean that's I just remembered that uh, they did a very good job of that it wasn't Tom Holland Spider-Man saying oh I'm disappointed it's just the way he talks to people the way his body language exactly yeah 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 like the scene where he's just sitting there eating his uh, whatever it's called, uh, that sandwich. Just oh yeah, that like scene. That scene where yeah. you know where he goes back to normal school. Like, yeah. Like stop being Spider-Man for a while, and then you know the the entire montage of okay, yeah, everything's mundane again. Everything's okay. I'm just gonna stay in school. Hmm. So, uh, that's that's nice. Like it is the uh, uh, a very good showcase of the hero's journey. Um, well shot, well, uh, well shot, well directed. It's got lots of colourful stuff. It doesn't have a giant hole in the sky with lasers coming out. No, of it. I mean, it doesn't yeah. need to, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, it doesn't need yeah. to. But thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just a simple story of a kid growing up and being Spider-Man. And fighting Spider-Man. the best Batman ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do a backflip, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're the Spider-Man from the YouTube, right? Yeah. I'm Such loving these Brooklyn accents. <laughs> hey, it's authentic. Yeah, hey, yeah, what you hey. Hey, Michael Keaton was I'm watching out Tony Dancer. Hey, yeah. forget about it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you know, hey, what do you think about Michael Keaton? Now, Michael Keaton's okay. Oh, yeah, Michael Keaton is yeah, fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That got, scene in that car. Yeah, that was good. That was a standout. That Holy was shit. Amazing. No, not, not that scene in the car, sorry. That entire scene where uh, he answers the door and then you're oh, like holy yeah. shit holy <laughs> shit this is happening this is going down man that's good that was good I never expected the Vulture to have such a nice home yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? no but that's the that's the contrast you see that's the uh that's the juxtaposition. Like he is talking about, oh, you know, the man is putting us down, making sure that we don't earn money and and shit like that. We we work the blue collar jobs, and then he's got the like the, the he's a class traitor. Yeah. That's what he is. Exactly, yeah. You know, so he he's reiterating his his whole uh, his spiel. His dogma, yeah. Yeah, his dogma from the beginning to the end he's always you know thinking about uh, which makes him a perfect villain yeah, I, you yeah. root against him I described him as a Heisenberg uh, villain where you know like um, by the end of Walter, it, like, Walter the end, White yeah. in Breaking Bad where you know you start to 
understanding where he comes from, but by the end, he's using the same justification, even though True. it's no longer relevant. Exactly, yeah. 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 So that's, that's what makes him, you know, very... Uh, within that short span, like, you, you see Breaking Bad, like, it spans that six... I think by the time uh, it's fifth season, he's, like, he's making it already. When it finally comes oh, yeah. to, you know, no true yeah. form, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, and you see that transformation, but over, like, four or five seasons. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in Spider-Man, you see it, you know, it, it maybe doesn't hit you until you, you go to the end. Uh, but it is, uh, you know, it, it, it hits you that this guy's a bad guy. This guy is, is is doing the things for the wrong reason and uh, I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like him, man. <laughs> I don't like you, Mr. Robbing villains and killing yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you do a lot of terrible things. That makes you a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of terrible people... Yeah. So, yes. Hey, Shafiq. Well, <laughs> the worst thing ever to happen is that we have lost the one true Wolverine. Oh. Yes, it has been properly retired and in glorious fashion. So my pick for 2017. Oh God, I was about to say 2016. Yeah, yeah. No, but you know, you uh, see, that's the thing. I thought this was a 2006 movie. No, it, it came out in freaking March. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And the thing is, and the thing is, it kicked off like you know how everybody is like harping on the whole uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe bandwagon. Oh yeah. And then yeah. like last year or I think was it two years ago when like oh Deadpool is doing the Fox thing and then so did like that was last year. That was last that year. Was last year. What was done before? Oh, Days of Future Past. Days, Days of Future, Future Past, Past was a few years. Yeah. Back. It was the year before. And then all of a sudden, yeah. we like Fox is like, oh, you're doing good things with the Marvel franchise except for Fantastic Four. But like <laughs> they've learned from their lessons, and all of a sudden they gave this guy what Tom Mangola. James Mangold. James Mangold. My bad. Yes, the guy who directed. That the previous Wolverine film, the Wolverine, the Wolverine, where he goes to Japan, yeah, yeah. which I thought wasn't a bad movie. It's all but right, it's yeah. Okay. It's and okay. then all of a sudden, he gave us this amazing western. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Logan, what did you do, Charles? The world is not the same as it was. Mutants, they're gone now. I hurt myself. One oh, of the, it's like it's unforgiven levels of how beautiful and how painful. Whoa, unforgiven. I would say that you know because the thing is right. Even though it's a little bit on the nose when they reference the, the movie Shane within the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was <laughs> very on the nose. And it's like you know like you know that movie Shane. Yeah, that's how this ends. And if you haven't seen that movie, oh yeah. And it's like if you've seen the movie, like you, oh I know how this is gonna end and how how are they gonna do that and it does it beautifully, brilliantly. Hey, wait, wait, didn't they like escape to Mexico or something? No, they went up into the mountains. Oh, yeah, they yeah, went sorry, to Canada. They're in Canada. Canada. Shit, they're in Canada. I want to say that's a Mexican standoff. It's, it started off with it's a Mexican standoff yeah. and then a lovely little X-23 <laughs> kicking the head of some bad guy. <laughs> oh, they, they did not shy away from the gore. Which yeah, she good. was... Can I talk about just how much of a revelation that little girl is? I I want to see her career progression from this point onwards. She's going to be one hell of an actress. Oh man, she is my favorite little girl murderer since Hit Girl. (laughs) (laughs) No, Hit Girl's my favorite. Hit Girl, her, maybe Arya Stark, you know, but in terms of little girl murderers, (laughs) this is... We're going to see an X-Fairy 3 movie eventually. There has to be. And the thing is, keep the actress or, you know, wait until she ages up a bit. But I would say this, right. Uh, Logan came out very early in the year mm. and took everybody by surprise but how like just poignant it was. And the thing is yeah. we have to also pay tribute
tribute to Hugh Jackman who's been playing this fucking character since the 90s. 17 the 90s? years. Yeah. yeah. The X-Men 1. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. In the 90s. 99, yeah. Holy shit. And then it, he's been doing it and the thing is he's been doing this character justice even through the shit movies. Even yeah. X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> Hugh Jackman <laughs> is the best part. Yeah. Yeah. Story and other characters and plot. Fuck that. You know, but... You know, even the the bullshit like uh, uh, CGI claws, CGI claws, CGI claws. Yeah, literally, he's like he's still doing his job. Yeah, he's yeah. still staying true to the character. And the thing is, right, I can't think of any other character. Like even fucking Johnny Depp doesn't give a fuck about Jack Sparrow anymore. Oh, you yeah. can see him just phoning it in. Oh yeah. And fucking <laughs> Hugh Jackman, this random Australian, put on he the claws. This, this is like his hobby. Uh, playing Wolverine is the hobby. He obviously has like other things that he's doing. He's a theatre guy. He's, he's like doing yeah. Broadway he, and stuff. Exactly. No, he's this a, he's is a the musical theatre guy, which makes it even more confusing. Like he's, I'm not gonna say that word, but um, you know, gay? he's <laughs> he's not he's not gay, but he has a, a very different um, kind of gay. Person. He's flamboyant. Flamboyant. <laughs> he is right? fabulous. He's quite flamboyant. If you see him, if you see him in interviews, he's quite. He looks like a musical theatre. Yeah, major. he is. I mean, he is a musical theatre. Just watch him in interviews. He's such a lovely, affable guy. Oh, yeah, he yeah. is. Uh, did you see the um, uh, voiceover, the ACR work he was doing? No, uh, the ADR work? ADR work, yeah. Oh, God. Look at him put in the effort. Yeah, and sh- nobody should put in that much. Just him grunting to add like extra voices. <laughs> and then he features <laughs> <just> like, hi. <laughs> oh, such I'm a you, total shit. I'm you, Jack, man. I'm the Wolverine. Snick, snick, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly, we have a brunch. Watch me flex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tiger. Oh, no, I'm a Wolverine. Hi, I'm Hugh Jackman. <laughs> can you imagine Weapon a Camp X. Wolverine? <laughs> what? Can you imagine a Camp Wolverine and how different the movies yes, would be? Yes, I can. Oh, Just man, watch yeah. Hugh Jackman in interviews. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch him on the Graham Norton show and, and like try not to reveal what he really feels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was also saying this right. Also, props to Patrick Stewart. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. damn, he didn't phone oh, yeah. it in either. Watching Professor X say fuck <laughs> yeah, blew yeah. my mind. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, huh, here's a guy suffering from dementia at the mercy of his own age and his powers. Yeah, but that's because Patrick Stewart can't give a shit anymore. But the thing is, he did. That's he a, did. That's a strange thing. No, 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 as in as an old man, yeah, like, as an old man, he's like... He's just playing himself, probably. But he's he's yeah. just playing himself. He's yeah, an yeah, old like, school oh, Shakespeare oh, actor oh, from... Yeah. He's, you know, he's the Ian McKellen Speaking era. Speaking of theatre, right? Yeah. yeah, where, you know, it doesn't matter what role you have, you... Act you do your heart it. and soul yeah. into it because you know you are professional. God damn it! Mm-hmm. Yeah, they for pick, Queen they, and Country. The 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 casting. We'll, we'll talk is about amazing, England later. Yeah. Okay, sir. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold your horses the and carriages. He's too excited. <laughs> <laughs> and your steam-powered trains. So. <laughs> 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 no, but anyway, I'll say this right. Okay, um, it's sad. To th- not say sad, but I, I would say a lot of people kind of are forgetting that Logan happened this year. Yeah, yeah and that's everybody's what I'm about. on this I whole. It was like last year, December. And it, no, Why do people think that? Because it feels so long ago. Because it feels right. Yeah, it feels that way. But, but really? because Guardians of the Galaxy two, because uh, uh, Spider Man, because Spider Man. Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of good movies. Because yeah. Wonder Woman, yeah. which I think is extremely overrated. Shoutouts to my previous, uh, you know, beration of uh, oh my god, the yeah. Fest. Anyway, but anyway, uh, I would say this like. Uh, best superhero movie since probably Superman. Wonder Woman. Really? High claims. Yeah, you know, it's like as a story that works by itself and as a character piece. Because okay. the thing is, like, right, yeah. I mean, like to me, still hands down, the gold standard is like The Dark Knight. Mm. Like Dark Knight is the best comic book movie ever made until something else comes along. Then yeah. I would say probably 
Logan, then Superman one. That's that's how I would rate it. It's up there in canon of this is how you should do wow. superhero films. Okay. Oh, wow. I mean, like I would put Deadpool, Deadpool right below that. Yeah, because like that's my t- like nah, I haven't Deadpool, finished my Deadpool, top five. Deadpool is like parody. Uh, but that's the thing. It's, that's a comedy. It's a comic yeah. book movie because it doesn't take itself seriously or it yeah, understands okay, okay, its okay, source yeah. material. And yeah. then here we have Logan doing what the Dark Knight did and reinventing the comic book genre. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, true. it's okay. not, it yeah. wasn't tied too hard to the old man logo. Logan yeah, exactly. Comic. It, wasn't, yeah. It, it, it didn't you know, carry the weight of its legacy. And at the same time, you know, it's it wrote its own. It wrote its own film. Yeah, which, yeah. Is yeah. What, yeah. which is what more films need to do. I'm sick and tired of people saying, but it has to follow this exact story arc. For continuity, yeah. yeah. Adapt, you know what I, I mean? Think that, I think that's, that's past already. I, I don't think that's the case anymore. I mean, like, for me, what I feel... Okay, okay I'm going way back in time. Why the Watchmen movie didn't do it for me mm-hmm. was yeah. it didn't adapt. Yeah, right. It was okay. too busy was riding up its own ass. Yeah. You know, it was too busy Zack Snyder trying to prove a point. And he's now going to be proving a point for the rest of his life. Yeah. Mm. Okay, you know, just look at the Justice League movies. Oh, I need to talk Christopher <laughs> Nolan. No, you don't. Just do what you do best, you know? But if anything, right, Logan, to me, okay, until like the Thor Ragnarok movie comes out, it might be fun, but I don't I think... I hope it's fun. I don't yeah. think it will leave such a resonating mark on you as Logan did. Because Logan is like... Oh, for sure. Like the Logan heart in that movie. You know exactly. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think like it's because we watched um, Hugh Jackman be Wolverine for so long. It's, it's like this sweet release. For some people, it's, it's, it's nice their entire life. It's like for my entire movie going life, he's been Wolverine and now he no mm. longer is. Mm. So it's literally the end of an era. And like that's the best thing about it because he understands also the brevity of his own legacy. Yeah. And like instead of like having it fade out and like be a parody of itself, yeah. he put it to pasture in the perfect way. Yep. Absolutely. Mm. You know, and the, the way that movie ended. Just that line from the girl when she says "daddy," like, oh, yeah. <laughs> why, why, why do I care about Wolverine so much? Yeah, and his, <laughs> and his last line as well. I mean, it just shows that Hugh Jackman is a master actor because he's able to show pain, relief, and sorrow all in just. So this is what it feels like, mm. and then mm. just peace, Zen, beefcake. <laughs> Way to derail my tender moment, Mikhail. Uh, I'm here, Jackman. Hello, I wasn't <laughs> Logan. Speaking of Zen, <laughs> super. let's talk about fabulous. Let's talk about your pick, Mr. Okay. Toffee. Mr. Toffee. Yeah, my pick this year. Even with all these other great movies you guys Zen, have mentioned, right. this, is, this movie is totally Zen. Uh, this movie is totally Zen. Now we're gonna talk about an, uh, like <laughs> a the completely crit- opposite yeah, yeah, of exactly Zen. Yeah. Something no, no, very breakneckish, breakneckish, brick, brick, something very. Adrenaline pumping. Adrenaline pumping. Yep, yep. Yeah, baby but driver. Still very yeah. Zen. Baby driver. Still very zen. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because there's no words. <laughs> that took so long to come I out. Know, I know, I what know. What are you going to talk about, Mr. Toffee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're just starting your day, or did you just get off? They call, I go, you know. So what is it you do? I'm a driver. Oh, like a chauffeur. I like Baby Driver a lot so much that it's my favorite movie of this year. So okay. far. It's just very active. It's just well done, even though the plot is still like paper by the numbers. I won't say paper thin. It's like kind of by the numbers. You know how it's going to end. Oh yeah, it's... Seeing all these characters all It that. telegraphs but, everything perfectly. Yeah, actually. but everything just comes together real good with the story, the playlist, the characters. Some might disagree, but I I, I disagree like with the fact that the it comes character. together really well because 
at the end of the day, is just a guy exercising his right to make music videos. <laughs> which I'm okay with, as long yeah. as it's done well. I like this song on my iPod, and I want to make a music video. I'm so and clever. I think, that, that's, I think that's pretty much what he wanted to do, and, and I just enjoy this yeah, yeah, sincere it's, funness to it, you know? Hey, it's great. It's, like, yeah. You know, it's like when you go to a very nice burger joint, and you get a really, really good burger. I mean, it's not fine dining by any stretch of imagination. Exactly, like perfect yeah. But you yeah. are so damn satisfied. Not even fast food. It's just a well-crafted, Burger, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, lower stakes. Like you come in expecting something and it just delivers. Yeah. 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 And a little bit more than that for me, honestly. Yeah, it's like a little bit of garnish on the side. Uh, <laughs> yes. like, you know, an extra special mayonnaise. Uh, mayonnaise for your french fries, right? You savage. <laughs> this was the seaweed, <laughs> extra seaweed shaker fries. <laughs> okay. your, that, that, that's that's your... a step down. I hate those guys who do that. Ugh. The you know man the, the burger what's that the black Angus or uh, Angus uh, beef cheese burger mm-hmm. something like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the signature collection oh then they give you Overrated. the, the curly, curly cut the curly fries, fries. oh yeah. yeah oh yeah then that's and but the I mean there isn't much for me to say or add in apart from the review and this is like your favorite month. and this is my favorite dude okay. I mean what I've said is already more than enough it's just a movie you just have to experience and be like I appreciate this a lot more than I should per se just how it's all just comes together how it just reacts and how it just yeah. I, it won't surprise you but it'll still entertain you and sometimes that's all I need from a really great movie hey yeah. you know you know, I'll concede that you know like I said in the review I did enjoy it I, I did enjoy it yeah I had my issues with it and I stand by those issues to this day but no I'm not gonna take this away from you if this is your favourite film of the year for now, for now. For I know something good better comes out. Until something good comes out. <laughs> something this is better the comes best out. Best I can deal with right now. Uh, I, I, like, I like, you know, masturbation, but until somebody just like, <laughs> suck it off, like, yeah, I'll appreciate it's okay. this. <laughs> it's all right, you know, it's all right. I was trying to I convince have. somebody. Abby <laughs> <you> Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> Recurring characters coming. Oh God, no. no. I was trying to convince somebody to watch the movie because it really is just like an art piece film. Like this is this is just somebody exercising his craft. And yeah, then exactly. Just, yeah. Like watching and like, you appreciate it more than you should. Exactly, uh, uh, and you you have to think about it. Like when you exercise that craft, like how you have to, you know, uh, there was this article about like he had to do like live editing on the spot. Uh, what's his name? Who's the editor? For what, baby driver. Uh, yeah, for baby driver. Well, our name uh, slips. Okay, just call him baby okay, yeah, editor. Yeah. Baby, baby uh, editor. Baby editor. He's the he's the chubby guy. Nick, uh, Nick Frost. Nick Frost. Yeah. Nick Frost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Frost. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> your nerd cards. <laughs> so he sat down. I mean, like after they after they shot every scene, like they had, they had to sit down with um with Edgar Wright and I'm like, okay, we need we edit this, edit this. Does it fit? Does it hit the cues? And that's what's so amazing, like. Uh, immediately after you're done which means that before you set up all of this before you start filming you literally need to see every single scene there is no wastage there's no oh we're going to shoot from this angle now we're going to shoot from this angle now there's no coverage yeah Yeah, there's no we don't need all that because this is what I have in mind and that's like uh, you know their, their vision this is the music video I wanted to make and it's here 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 uh, do you guys watch uh, Note uh, they had this uh, literal um, music video, or not music video, like uh, literal translation of um, of Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Uh, and so, like the uh, entire lyrics of Bohemian Rhapsody, and that they 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 they, they put it out in a scene uh, between cops and robbers. They play it out. Yeah, it's, yeah. An, yeah, yeah. it's an actual short film. If you yeah, it's a, listen it's a to short it, film. yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's just really fun to watch. And this is what 
uh, it, it reminds me of Baby Driver a lot because Baby Driver is just an entire movie action, just yeah. on that just, just yeah. on that just hitting, syncing up with the action I think I would the, say whatever he I mean, maybe just, yeah. to just like round this all up is basically what you're trying to say is that maybe Edgar Wright is playing with rhythm yeah, yeah. playing exactly. with like you know um, time signatures and like you know kind of like not 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 a certain expectation but more so in the sense like okay, he is a guy who knows exactly what he wants and he wants to pull this off yeah exactly yeah. Now, yeah. the problem I have with Baby Driver is basically right, as much as it is a wonderful music video and mm-hmm. it's a nice not wonderful performances from all the actors right I still have this problem where like I kind of miss Simon Pegg like yeah. Simon Pegg is the <laughs> he is that, 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 that's the hardest film, yeah. right? He's the heart of Agarai's film. Because on the on the last podcast, okay, boys and girls, last king fans, you know how much like you know, I went on about how like at the end of like in the at the end of Shaun of the Dead where he's like his line was, I can't shoot my best friend and my mother on the oh, same yeah, day. Oh yeah, that's big like, moment when fucking Nick Frost is like shooting the air because he can't shoot his dad. Yeah. It's like there isn't that moment because I've come to expect that so much from Edgar Wright films. Now granted, okay, I saw Scott Pilgrim vs. the world. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Okay, and then I was also kind of hoping for Ant-Man to not fall through like it did. Yeah. Because it would be interesting to see a, a Marvel movie with a very distinct voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, to me, when I see Baby Driver, I felt like, okay, there's a little bit of bitterness there. Because there's also a sense of, like, you know, I need I to, to prove to myself. Yeah. Because, like, as much as I enjoy him, like, I, I, I believe this. He is a working director. You throw him a script, he'll do it. Yeah. yeah. And he'll do it in a way that is unique to him. So you got to write for him. Mm. And the only guy who does that properly is still Simon Pegg. Mm. I would okay. say that you know because the thing is I like as much as I like Scott Pilgrim vs the World, it kind of falls short on a lot of aspects you know. Yeah. I mean, it felt like a giant video game slash music video, which yeah. kind of is when you think yeah. about yes. it. Yeah, yeah. Like which, which is game. what it is you know. And the thing is right, he knows his limitations. Like comparing him to somebody like Zack Snyder who we mentioned before, mm-hmm. Zack Snyder who is trying to exist beyond the stuff that he did previously and trying to prove uh, himself. Okay, okay. Like yeah. you have directors who like I want to be like Steven Spielberg, and then you got directors who want to be like Quentin Tarantino. Most directors need to be themselves. And, and I would say it's an Edgar Wright like It's a very Edgar Wright movie. This is definitely it's, yeah. him it's as all most his him. hallmarks and trademarks. It's okay? like Guy Ritchie versus Edgar Wright. I would love to see that film. <laughs> Guy Ritchie versus Edgar Wright. Okay, yeah. God, Edgar Wright will clobber him hands down. Yeah. Like Guy, Ritchie, Guy Ritchie also has like, yep. everything will be in slow-mo. Yeah, but Guy Ritchie hasn't made a good film since the Snatch. first Sherlock film. Yeah. I would say since Snatch. So, yeah. Knock, knock, snatch And after that Nothing but You know no, plummeting. Man, Well Rock and Roller was decent It's decent But it's not like You did snatch and lockstock You can't top yourself yeah. yeah Well we'll see what he does With Aladdin <laughs> Oh my we god We saw what that's, he did With fucking King Arthur I'm still on. bitter About that movie Such a disappointment Wow Aladdin is really happening And that's what I'm yeah. trying to say oh, It's like Guy Ritchie Is not a working director You can't okay, throw things yeah, at yeah. him And okay. he can't pull it off Edgar yeah, Wright, Wright will Edgar will, Wright will survive Edgar Wright to me Is this generation's Tarantino Mm. Because okay. I, I mentioned okay, on the previous nice. podcast that uh, Baby Driver to me felt like like he's Jackie Brown, like yeah. this is me doing something wow, okay. like totally different, but still within my trademarks. Mm-mm. And okay. then, like then after that, once okay, the, unfortunately this film is not getting the kind of success it deserves, and he is gonna be in that indie limbo for a while. I don't know about the numbers, but it's getting very well, good. Baby Driver, Baby Driver's made its budget back and then some. It was it even successful back, but in. In the States, it, it went, they doubled his budget or something. But it's we live in a world where unless you do the Dark Knight, you can't do your Dunkirk. 
That's the set. True, mm. true. Like yeah. Edgar Wright will have to constantly finance his visions for the rest of his career. Okay. Fucking Christopher Nolan's like, I want to make a movie. Yes, yes, yes. I want to make a movie. Whatever. I'll I'll make then another this, thing. Yeah, the Empire Board like just switches off, right? And like, yeah, we're listening. We're listening. We're listening. Is it gonna cost a lot? No, Christopher. Meow, no, meow, no, meow, no. Meow, I'm meow, doing meow. it on a budget. We only have three Spitfire, sir. <laughs> Enough, you know. Yeah, Fifteen. Everything shot dollars. on film and IMAX because yeah. I'm so up my own nose. Well, since we're talking <laughs> about Nolan anyway, let's move on to my pick. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's go to your pick. Yeah. The enemy tanks have stopped. Why? Why waste precious tanks when they can pick us off from the air like fish in a barrel? There are 400,000 men on this beach. Onto that bombshell, we're yeah. gonna talk about the bomb, plastic movie of the, the the blockbuster of this 2017, which yeah. everybody's still talking about. Oh yeah, because oh, it man. is you know the best film to come out this year, hands well, down. Well, your pick for 2017. No, no, no. Also, England. my film. <laughs> it, it's it is it is you know. Um, I just want to uh, just tie onto our just our last conversation about yeah. how you know it doesn't matter how much it costs. He got a lot of grants for this film. Something like 30 or 40 million just from subsidies. Just before Brexit when the money matters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just it's in like, time It's like too. just before Brexit, he got a lot of funding from France, from the European Union. Like, oh, yeah, talk about the Put some history. French people in it, please. Oh. Yeah, it's like oh, before oh, we kick you out then, of Euros. And like, then leave them there to die. Yeah, I wonder if they asked for the money back once they started filming and Brexit happens. Like, uh, can we have the money back, please? Uh, no, I'm making my movie. <laughs> With Tom Hardy. <laughs> Hello, Tom Hardy. <laughs> no, no, but Kenneth Branagh didn't stay for the French. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, told so us. He told the camera. He didn't. He told us the audience. <laughs> yeah, he, he literally um, uh, spiked Just the spiked the lens. Went. I'm waiting for the French. <laughs> Why? <laughs> They've already left. <laughs> <laughs> they went back home. They, they have went, died. They're already here. They're already home. What are you talking yeah. about? You know, Dunkirk. <laughs> but okay. So this is your pick for 2017 best yeah. film to to you. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say also, you know, amazing performances. Mm -hmm. Good set pieces. Yeah. And I will still also say yeah. All right, moving. <laughs> it, it's got it, it's got it's got that great claustrophobic feel, definitely. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't say it's a great claustrophobic feel when you actually have claustrophobia. I mean, like I kept having it, to move my legs it's, it's watching a, it's, it. It's a thriller horror thing yeah. in a sense. Yeah, especially when the boat's sinking and you see oh all my the God, people trapped a, inside. Oh, I was, that was an insane scene, you. Yeah. And you know, you know how cinemas here are so fucking cold. It felt like I was actually drowning with them. <laughs> oh yeah, spoken like a true European. To us, and here again, IMAX. Holy shit! <laughs> no, or even at most. And that's the thing, yeah. like you, you, he does put you in that situation. You feel like you need to hold your breath. You feel like you need to be quiet. Uh, you know, and and it sets that that tension where you are now part of that experience. Uh, and it does display that. Very well, even in the cockpit of the of the Spitfires. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, and you're oh man, where is that plane? Where is that plane? You're like looking up, you know, and you you are rooting for him. Go find it, man. <laughs> Don't let them bomb the fuck out of that that that, that ship. destroyer. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, the one where the Spitfire is in the water and he's desperately trying to open Oh, yeah, up. yeah, yeah. That's the thing. So, oh, like, God, that was so sad. You feel like you are there and, uh, you know, this Sitting is... Sitting in his lap, just looking at him, trying to escape. Yeah, like, oh, please help me. Why do you have a seatbelt? Okay. I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not about a seatbelt. Whiplash is still a thing, you know. No, but, but I mean, like, I just... Okay, but go on. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. You need a, like, airbag. <laughs> <laughs> That would have made his escape like nearly impossible. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, speaking of, if you want a really good film about uh, 1940s dogfights, there's a Czech movie called Deep Blue World, which is about some Czech uh, pilots who fought with the R. Well, they were in, with the RAF, and um, apparently they had these little lifeboats, which they had like it was basically just a canister with some rubber on it. Which had happened just right, or it exploded in your face. I think I've <laughs> seen that. I might have heard of that a long it's, time ago. It's pretty good. It's purely in Czech. And well, when it's, there's a part where I have to learn English, and it's so funny. Well, speaking uh, for Asia, still the best uh, dogfight movie of all time is Tora Tora Tora. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tora Tora Tora. Is, oh, you're in it's the, about Pearl Harbor. It, you're from the Japanese, in the Japanese perspective. point of view. Oh, what And the you hell? are going to kamakaze. When you see the kamakaze, <laughs> you're like, yeah, fuck. Those guys. Yeah, I haven't heard that film for a long time. It's, it's, wow, okay. it's amazing, especially it's amazing. when the attack first happens and that's a brass band playing. Yeah. And it slowly starts speeding up when you see the plates go like, uh, go, go, go. So, yeah, I mean, like, that, that, that tension yeah. is held throughout the entire movie. Like, it never lets go. You never have a good moment for them. Like, even when they went to. I think the only good moment in the show was when they went down and they got bread. And yeah. then, but and you then, know that's not gonna last. Shit yeah, yeah, yeah. Happened, yeah. No, but then, then he sets it up. Like, where did your friend go? Oh, he went to. He wants a quick escape. Yeah, he wants a quick escape. And like, then you realize, oh, okay. So, oh, right. oh, you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. Yeah. You're dead. You're yeah, dead. The you're shit dead. Is over yet. Most yeah, of no. you will die. Uh, and then they stand next to the door. Oh, you two will escape. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yay. Uh, and then escape to like some even worse death. I need yeah. to ask you one thing. Uh, did it distract you that fucking Harry Styles is in this movie? No, no, it didn't. No, no, right. no. Do you know no. who Harry Styles is? No, I don't really give a shit. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the Nolan. Apparently, he had no idea who he was when he got cast. I'm not <laughs> sure if he even knew about it up till now, maybe. Yeah, he probably still doesn't know. Yeah. Like, oh, this is a nice guy singing. Oh, he sounds like he has exactly the same name I'm as that kid. That kid from. What is it like? What's my next movie? Okay. <laughs> How old is it like hearing Harry Styles from One Direction? I'm the director. I do the direction. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to me. You're a little cunt. You're gonna want to <laughs> shoot this poor French Follow boy. Follow my One Direction. Let me just. Oh, yeah, we made that joke already. Come on, no repeated so jokes. It's so. I I don't know that that film. I definitely agree with you. Uh, if you had not picked Dunkirk, like I would definitely pick Dunkirk. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, a masterpiece in direction. Absolutely. Like if you if you needed to in direction, you know, yes, yeah. In direction, yeah. In mm. direction, you know. Uh, you, you did talk about like everybody's always in queues. Mm. Uh, yeah, there there is that part where you don't see people start forming up again. You know, you know, rebuilding themselves, like giving them a little hope. Um, hey, that's the British spirit, and that's actually what happened. They're, Listen, they're, they're we're Singaporean. We know how to queue like too. Okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? we inherited that from you? That and your ugly colonial design. 
I like very architecture. Of course. But anyway, I will say this like Dunkirk, I'm not on the fence about it. I truly appreciate the film for what it is. And I truly know. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. And that's the problem. Like what I mentioned before, like Edgar Wright, he is the kind of director, like, you know, throw him a script, he figures something out. But this is Nolan, like, okay, I'm going to do something. Again, and the thing is, Nolan, I've mentioned several times on the podcast, is like he is this generation Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, yeah. he's done he's the science fiction movie. Up. He's done okay, except for like you know, the superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, now he's done that you know that uh, non-linear movie. His like debut with Memento. Yep. Okay, he's done a he, Insomniac. It's also a brilliant oh, yeah, movie. Yeah. Okay. You know, but I would say like Dunkirk, not stacking up. I mean, I made the argument that stacking up uh, Dunkirk with every other war movie in existence, mm-hmm. it kind of falls short. It really? does it because does. it's not really a war movie. It's but a thriller. But that's the thing. Uh, yeah. uh, like what I said on the previous podcast is like when I came into that, I was expecting him. Oh, like, this movie, is okay, him right. doing his apocalypse now, or this is him doing Full Metal Jacket. Right. What is okay. this director gonna do? What is his What is his uh, war movie gonna be like? And mm. when I was watching the film, I slowly started to realize that oh, he's not doing that. No, this is a horror show. This is this is this a thriller. 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 This is a character study. Okay. This is basically this is humanity mm. at its bleakest and how it you know uh, the, sci- the survival instincts kick. In, oh yeah, uh, and just seeing that and how he directs it flawlessly, and beautifully de- shot, yeah. Yeah. and character development within that those time. It's frames, a very yeah. simple arc, yeah. you know. Each one of them, ha- they, some of them have redemption, some of them don't. Yeah, and that's yeah. about it. And I'm not asking for a lot, but also at the same time, it's like Christopher Nolan, you're the only guy left to blow us away every time, mm. and you weren't, and you didn't blow me away, but you did a very amazing job. Yeah, well, so consider me blown away. Yeah, I mean, like, but th- that's the thing. Like, the thing is, I can, st- I am still reeling from the brilliance that is the Dark Knight. I am still oh, kind of like, get over it. That was no, no, nine yeah. years ago no, now. But that's that was brilliant. But it yeah. is still relevant today because every fucking movie wants to be the Dark Knight. Well, every DC movie wants to be the Dark Knight. Every dark, okay, and then the yeah. thing is, but it also influenced how Marvel does their movies too. Because we're not going to do the Dark Knight. We're going to do yeah. the opposite and try to succeed that way. Its own cinematic so universe. You have yeah. to understand, like, mm. you know, not since Tarantino and not since a lot of directors from the 90s, like, Nolan came out and, like, okay, I'm going to just start, you know, reinventing the genre or like you know changing cinematic landscape and he's, oh, yeah. and he's done that like Inception watching a city fold in half is like this guy's got imagination <laughs> yo yeah. like uh, not only did I nobody think of that but okay I pulled it off this is what it looks like yes yeah. I got Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy but, but at the same time it's like <laughs> again like okay look at me I'm a, I'm a director with fucking vision it's like yeah okay can I yeah. see more vision so to me Dunkirk felt like oh it's a, it's a, it's a nice retelling but, but it's, it's kind of missing that it, it, I wanted to just like, like I said I walked in with extremely high expectations for the director not you're for watching, the story you, you you're watching the wrong setting for it yeah. because it is yeah, a historical the, film you can't have I like, hype myself up too you, much you wanted yeah. to watch Fury basically Fury wasn't that good. Fury wasn't that good. No, I no it does. It does have like, like the. Uh, yeah, actually, no. You wanted to watch uh, Jahid. Basically, no. I wanted him to do his he apocalypse w- now. Oh, okay. That's why mm, I was like walking in because yeah. the thing is, I put him to such a high pedestal. Like he is up there with Kubrick and Spielberg. These are the guys you have to study. You know what I mean? And Dunkirk to me felt like, yeah, this is him like doing a very well done History Channel. I kind of. I had movie. the exact opposite because yeah. when I watch the trailers, like the trailers don't. It doesn't oversell. Anything, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't even no. It doesn't even sell it. The trailers just tell you four hundred thousand men got stuck on the on the beaches of uh, what was the place? Dunkirk. It's literally <laughs> in the title. 
You're about to say Norman B, right? Get oh, out. sorry. Where, where's what's the what's the the Shaw's opposite? Where did they come from? Where's the English? England? <laughs> no, what was the English town that they that they sailed off from? Uh, there's several to pick from: Portsmouth, Dover, Manchester. United. Where were they from? <laughs> that 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 little boat. That little boat. Uh, true. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. So Gravesend, I think. Yeah, Gravesend. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Right, right. Gravesend. So like. Uh, you know, it is... What was I talking about? I have no idea. Gravesend, at Will's End, Edgar Wright, no. Dunkirk. Okay, you're just saying Hello, that the trailer does not sound... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the trailer doesn't sound... Yeah. This Tra- is happening. Yeah, right back on track. 400,000 people it, yeah. uh, 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 stuck on this beach. Uh, people are going to rescue them. And then, uh, okay, that's it. That's it. That's all they tell you. There's no, like, tension build-up. There's no, like... This thing, that's nothing. You have to go and watch the film. Because mm-hmm. I came in with zero expectation. I was like... Oh, okay, I heard this film is good. Which I is just want to go watch. That's, that's the best way to it. Yeah, well, that's the power of Nolan's name. Like, you could you can literally just put a still image and just Nolan, Nolan. next film. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! I, I, no, just how he sat outside with the air horn, like, watch my movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally the trailer, you know. That was like 400,000 men. Whoa! <laughs> Stuck on the beach. Whoa! <laughs> they will come rescue them. Whoa! A little tea Nolan. kettle burst. Hello! <laughs> we didn't bring guns. We brought jam. <laughs> and then suddenly, <laughs> and then Hello. Yeah. I'm, I'm a traffic on this one. I appreciate Dunkirk. Still not my favorite movie of this year. Still. Okay. Okay. It's, well, it's, I enjoy being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Representing England wrong, here. <laughs> this is the wrong answer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, wrong answer. Like until until uh, probably and, until Thor Ragnarok proves you both wrong. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah. We'll wait for weird? that. Last Jedi, man. Last Jedi? Oh, yeah, Do you yeah think December, Last Jedi? December. I don't know, I'm worried it's gonna be disappointing. I know for a fact <laughs> that the Han Solo solo. Shit, I said Han Solo solo. Anyway, Han Solo solo. solo like, that movie is going through a lot of production problems right well, now. Well, so did yeah. Ant Man, and that turned out alright. So, and you know. so did Rogue One, and that turned out amazing. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, like, I was right. so. Means justify yeah. the ends. Mm. Because the thing is, there's nothing they mentioned about Last Jedi. Other <laughs> than <laughs> the fact that. <laughs> Oh yeah, we killed off uh, uh, Harrison Ford's character. Carrie Fisher died. Uh, we have one original cast member left. Uh, what's the director's name? I have no Rian idea. Johnson, the Rian guy who did Looper. Yeah. Okay, so oh. yeah. Looper guy. Yeah. So mm. he's yeah he's going to be uh, maybe he's like crisis management master. He's like, all right, guys, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Carrie Fisher died. Carrie calm Fisher your down. tits. But I got this. But <laughs> I have strands of her hair. <laughs> I'm just gonna right, put it in the relax. soil and like, grow. I would be surprised if Disney had like some cloning. <laughs> they do. Thing. Have you seen Rogue One? Like, yeah, exactly. That Peter Mayhew was almost believable. Oh, Peter Mayhew clothes, yeah. is Chewbacca. No. What are you talking no, about? Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, right? Yeah, what's his name? Peter Cushing. <laughs> Peter, Peter Cushing. 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 Peter Last Jedi is gonna come <laughs> end of this year. Too early to call. You know, I doubt it will do anything as impressive or as uh, culturally defining as Dunkirk. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, because sure. the thing is, no Star Wars movie has done that since the first one. And uh, <laughs> it's probably not going to be nominated for Oscars. And It'll July. be nominated because for best best special Wars effects, movie. best soundtrack, best uh, makeup, okay. and. Best Carrie Fisher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah best Carrie Fisher impersonation. Well, she's going to hey, get the look, posthumous award. Suicide Squad won for best makeup in 
last and Oscars. that's the bullshit thing because then you can yeah. say it's the Oscar award winning film <laughs> yeah. that's uh, stupid squad. <laughs> yes. oh my yes. god oh my in god. the categories that it doesn't matter I guess yeah. <laughs> no but well it's like the Martian won uh, best, best comedy uh, at the comedy Golden musical. Globes oh, the, man. the Golden Globes don't count come on yeah it's just, <laughs> just an excuse for them to get drunk anyway yeah, yeah. it's just an excuse for so. Ricky Gervais to like make fun of Hollywood again <laughs> again anyway, but I would say you know what that makes a perfect Roundup, wrap up to 2017. So far, so far, yeah, so, yeah. Far. so you know, so thank far. you, Mick, uh, for joining us again. I'll be back in six months. So the str- <laughs> end of episode <laughs> we're, season we're, three. We're, we're counting the months. Okay, so for now, we'll put you back in your closet. Okay, bye. bye. The door. Okay, you've you've definitely maintained the streak. <laughs> <laughs> the one, one, the for one, one out of one guess, right? <laughs> yes, you know he's he just made it back. No, but anything. Uh, would you like to give any shout outs or say anything? Or any last promote, words? Or promote your podcast, which we all should be listening to, called Power Nine Podcast, available. Yeah. On iTunes, Stitcher, so. and like you know, you go to their website, powernightpodcast.com. Yeah, if if you do like uh, <laughs> magic stuff, uh, we have this podcast called Power Night Podcast, uh, and it's just about MTG lifestyle. We just talk about whatever we want. Uh, the the last last few episodes, I think we talked about the story and we talked about how Amon Cat is just way too metal. Like the stuff that they do You're like, talking to me man Nothing is way too metal you, no, 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 You're not no. metal enough The, <laughs> the, the storyline Okay so this game Is meant for I guess kids And like adults Who can't grow up Kids and, can't afford Magic the Gathering And, <laughs> and the storyline Starts off with uh, With him Killing off An entire planet But are there any Satanic babies with cancer? Uh, yes <gasps> Okay That's interesting Well no Tell Maybe not Satanic babies with cancer But he just leaves All the babies To go and fight And die Oh yeah. Basically the, the doomsday yeah. Oh man, it's it's so Magic that's why gathering. it's so metal. It's this this storyline. Like, everything up. is like so cherry, cherry, cherry until this point of time where everybody dies. Oh my god, Magic's okay. having his gritty like, reboot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why the, the, the Zack Snyder reboot. Okay, but okay, enough shout outs <laughs> to that yeah. Garfield. Yeah. I would say like, you know, so uh, thank you again, Mick, for joining us again. Thanks for having me, man. Yes, no anytime, please. Hey, don't come just for the special episodes. Come anytime. Yeah, Come all over and maybe. Not gonna Marissa to me. But okay, anyway, uh, so uh, I'm Dr. Shafiq along with. Uh, this is Eccentric Tom. And this is Mr. Tuffy, and we're all signing up. Have a happy 2017, boys and girls. Peace. Ciao. Hi there, fans from Vietnam. Thank you for listening to us. If you're just tuning in, do subscribe to us on our SoundCloud page at The Last King Podcast. We are also on social media. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Last King Podcast. We are also on Apple Podcasts and iTunes under The Last King Podcast. Come check us out on our Instagram page too at Last King Podcast. Lastly, we've got a website you can check us out on again at www.thelastking.net. Just leave a comment and like us when you can. Every little bit counts.